Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. So, uh, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Do you guys make New Year's resolutions? Are you, uh, no. you in that crowd? No. I've done it in the past. Uh, and Did you ever go through with one? Not really, no. They've never been very good. Because I'm usually drunk and I go, oh, you know what I should do this year? I should tweet more or something. It'd be something <laughs> stupid like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's great, Matt. That's, and you know that's what, real self-improvement. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I didn't have Twitter. Yeah. I find social media very stressful. Yeah, like, I, I know, do too. I, as in, I, not just like because I feel like I'm missing out or anything like that. I actually get stressed out trying to think of things to post. Well, remember when we were at um, Allianz Stadium filming that thing? Yeah. And I took a picture. I was working out hashtags to put on it for an hour before <laughs> I hit send. Yeah, see, some people don't have a filter, I think. Or their filter is set to a different setting to mine. But, like, I look at the stuff some people post on Facebook and I'm like, oh, okay. You thought I can't everyone... do Facebook anymore. I can't do it. Like, you thought everyone wanted to know that. Yeah. Interesting. That's right. On behalf of everyone, we don't care. Yeah. We don't and I just, like... care. And then people who tweet... I know, I know a lot of people who tweet and, and like... And then that's not to say everybody's like that. Like, there are people who tweet all day and they're very interesting. Uh, I'm not one of them, I don't think. Like, I just can't think of enough things. And also, I don't actually if i'm out and about i won't think of it the only time i ever think about tweeting or posting anything on facebook is if i'm at work and i should be working and i'm trying to my brain's like oh maybe you should uh should post on facebook like and, and I, which, <laughs> sorry which did, i don't did terry smallshoe just have a word with you <laughs> <laughs> terry smallshoe is the voice of my brain oh god that is terrifying yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, no, social media, ugh, yeah, I don't know. It just does, does not come naturally to me at all. I all think right, we're so just in that strange period for social media. Like, it sort of came about, we were there from the start, but I think I skipped MySpace and I got into Facebook late and then I just <laughs> didn't know what I was doing and then just gave up on everything. Yeah. Luke, you, you say that, but it's not just social media, mate. I was going to send you a text yesterday. And I realise I don't have your phone number. <laughs> you don't have them on WhatsApp? Oh, well, I, that's what I was going to do. I was going to start a WhatsApp group with you two gentlemen, and then I realise I've got a bunch of old numbers here for Luke that I don't know which one's current. <laughs> it's oh, the same number you've had. times that I go without a phone number for a couple of years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And for all Is I know, you number? don't have one now. I have one at the moment. I'm also getting a smartwatch to go with it soon. Yeah. Oh. Okay, what are you going to do with it? You know, you never, you never answer the phone anyway. <laughs> Maybe if it's literally strapped to his arm, he'll have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> True. It was an impulse buy. <laughs> oh, you really? bought it already? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I get it in a couple of weeks when it comes in. Um, okay. Because I, I often have to message you on Xbox if I actually want to get in touch with you. 
Well, I don't look at my phone all the time. No. I'm looking at the Xbox. I know you are. You're looking at that thing a lot. I've started doing that too, actually, though, Luke, and not specifically just staring at the Xbox, but I've, I've kind of started ignoring my phone. We're just yeah. leaving it at home or just turning the ringer off, just not looking at it. But I kind of just yeah. want it to stop annoying me. We were, we yep. were downstairs before and my phone made a noise and Jenna said, what's that? And I was like, oh, that's my email. That's an email. And she's like, your phone's normally on silent. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, why is that? I'm like, well, I deal with it when I, when I want to deal with it. Yeah, you know exactly what I mean? right. Yeah. I treat everything like a when I get to it, I'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. People are like, why don't you respond to my text? I'm like, quite honestly, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I know. But this is why I actually can go a couple of years without a phone because I'm either <laughs> going to be at home. Years. Yeah. I could, or and when, you're, and you're at, when you're at home, what? Knock on your door or get you on Xbox Live is, you, is what you're saying. Exactly. If I'm at work, my work phone or email. Well, I don't have yeah. your work number either. Uh, if I'm out, if I'm out, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I gotta say, off. I don't want to talk to you. My phone may be on silent, but it's never been a couple of years before I've checked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm a little bit different. Um, yeah. Yeah. But she did point out that often... You know, if she's trying to get in touch with me, it's problematic. So maybe I'll try switching the old ringer on. And I'll, the other thing I could do is just turn all the notifications off. Did you say ringer? Like yeah, some ringer. kind of 1930s? Yeah, the ringer was on. Hey. <laughs> That's what it's called, isn't it? The ringer? When you didn't say the, ringer. The you said ringer. Rhymes with ringer. finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I turn all the notifications off for all the, all the yeah, things that I don't care about. Yeah, off too now. Don't give a shit. Yeah, that's... Probably easy. Do you, you know, know what I did on uh, on New Year's? I turned off. Uh, you know, it goes onto low power mode when you get down to twenty percent on the new iOS. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. It well, turns it prompts off. Me. What's that? It prompts yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, just go yeah, and plug and it, it in at that point. What it does is it stops apps from doing anything in the background if, oh. unless you open an app. It doesn't do anything. Can I? Sit and I was back like, all the time. Why don't you do that? That's what I was time. like. Can I just leave this on? Yeah. And so I, I got home and I plugged it in. I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that mode on. That sounds great. And then in the morning, because uh, my phone had charged, it had turned itself off. So yeah. I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. But I, but I mean, you can go in and turn all the notifications, all the push notifications off. Yeah. off and yeah. Speaking of God, which, Matt, we're old. We're I saw old. some pictures on social media of you yep. on New Year's Eve. Uh, yep. Out at Sydney Harbour, and yeah. I'll just I'll just say to preface this, that sounds like my idea of a living hell. <laughs> I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've the closest I've been to the bridge and everything where they have the big fireworks. For those who don't know, I'm sure people, most people do know we have a very very large fireworks display in Sydney every year for New Year's, uh, and it gets incredibly crowded uh, anywhere around the harbour uh, yeah. where the bridge and everything is. Um, Unless you're in a private close, part of the city, like like we were at my place last year, right? So that yeah. that that is one, and actually that that year that we were at um, the Stally's house at the pla- at, uh, no no no, this is, we're at uh, Stally's house. Oh no, and we were the also at, we're at we're at, um, at Laura's parents' house. That's right, yes. in, in White Bay slash Balmain slash yeah. wherever. And it was also the year that I was on a sailboat in the exclusion zone. Oh, yeah. under the bridge. Okay, well, see, I've never done that before. <laughs> I've never been that close. Yeah. So, uh, and we have. Uh, Jenna's family is here at the moment mm-hmm. visiting, um, and so we went down to the harbour and we camped out. We got there at midday. Well, her parents got there at midday. midday. We came at I think we got there at like two or three or something. Fuck me, Matt! You waited for 
10 to 12 so, hours. So really, you, to take them out, you yeah. sent them into the city to organise the spot where you went off and did stuff? Yep. Yeah, that's what okay. I would have done. <laughs> I would have been fucking sitting there. Jesus. So, so we, we did. We sat there and, and waited. Uh, and it was fine. You know, I had Kindle and we had Cards Against Humanity with us. And, and you know, they great bunch of people and we hung out and it was great. Yep. Um, and it was actually fine. We had, you know, blankets down. Uh, and everyone kind of sat around like a picnic and it did get very crowded, but there was kind of like, you know, you respect the blanket. It's kind oh, of like yeah. a, yeah, it's That's like a summoning zone. circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a summoning circle. Like if you're walking along, you, it's getting you, satanic now. <laughs> <laughs> the blanket is a sacred zone and you don't enter it. Yeah. Don't step on and so that kind of, that was fine. Uh, and then they have the nine o'clock fireworks and around the nine, around say eight thirty. Uh, people started to kind of, you know, everyone's sitting on their blankets, but then people were wandering up and kind of standing in between all the blankets <laughs> and it started to get a bit crowded. Like, like, like somehow they're exploiting a loophole no one else thought of. Uh, right. Like, so you, basically you're on your blanket, but you're surrounded by people standing up. Yeah. So yep. so that got a bit, that bit hairy, but it was fine. Uh, and then, and then kind of, things kind of went back to normal. And then as it got closer to midnight, like the place was just packed like it was it was wall-to-wall blankets <laughs> and then <laughs> people were squishing in right but then at about say from eleven thirty, and then definitely eleven forty-five, right the blanket doesn't matter mate doesn't matter <laughs> right people are standing on your shit it's a wasteland out here <laughs> i literally we were sitting there playing cards against humanity got to, it was about quarter two right and then this Indian woman comes over and just sits down on the blanket next to me. Wow. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like hello. Oh, my <laughs> I was God. Like, All right. And, I, you know, I, I didn't mind, but I was just like, huh, that's bold. That's a bold move. <laughs> yeah. And I, I prefer into my you circle. not to be there, let's be honest. Yeah. And then, uh, and then five minutes to, it was like, we need to pick up the blankets and move them or all our shit it <laughs> will be, be trampled. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, and it was just, it, it was on, like... There was no, like you didn't own your spot after that. Yeah, it was it was on. So I yeah, was in bed at eleven. Really? Yep. Yeah, you don't like New Year's much, do you? I don't like New Year's. I don't like holidays where people get drunk. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> what? Um, you're drunk been... now. Yeah. yeah. But I'm drunk all year round. I don't wait for a special occasion and make it a goal <laughs> to get stupid drunk. Yeah. Yeah. These Look, people annoy me. That's true. Uh, and I'll say this, Luke. The more I travel, the more I realise that's just an Australian thing. Yeah? Because they drink in every country in the world, and only in Australia do they seem to make it a competition to see who can get the most drunk. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll be drunk seven days a week, but I'm not silly drunk all the time. And no. it's not... I don't get stupid drunk on a particular day for no reason and cause mm. trouble. Yeah, yeah. You're one of those people that's you know, is it Pancake Pancake Friday or whatever it is? You're like, no, no, no. I'm having I'm pan- having eggs that day. Yeah, I had pancakes <laughs> yesterday, and I'll have them tomorrow. But fucked if I'm having <laughs> yeah, them today. Yeah, you will not tell me when I'm having my pancakes. <laughs> exactly. Mm. So yeah, and the, well, the fireworks were great. It was very, it was, it was worth it in the end. I, I would say because I said I hadn't done it before. You would line up again for twelve well, you hours. Do it again. I wouldn't do it again. No. Um, I don't think. I mean, you know, because I learned that you don't have to. You can just wander down at about quarter to 12 and stand on someone else's blanket. Yeah. So, 
Now, I think I've just been spoiled with, I've done like New Year's Eve on the water. I've done it at people's houses that have mm. been like mm-hmm. on the water. I can't go out with the people. Yeah. No, I'm the same, Luke. I always make it a goal about a month before New Year's. So let's just say start of December. And uh, just try to befriend somebody that I know has a waterfront property. Yeah. Mm. Well, some people who who tried to organize a good New Year's spot uh, and failed through no fault of their own. Um, Did you see this article? Uh, There was an event um, called New Year's Eve Above the Harbor. Okay. And uh, it was it was about five hundred bucks a head to go Ooh. to this thing, and it was supposed to be it, it was kind of near the Botanic Gardens, uh, between the Botanic Gardens and the Opera House. You know that area? Yeah, in in the like, harbour uh, there, Mrs. Macquarie's chair, that area, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, about five hundred bucks a head, and uh, basically it was supposed to be all you can eat, five star dining, mm-hmm. all you can drink. Uh, you know, craft beers. They had Young Henry's made a special brew for it and everything. People were pretty excited. Supposed to have a great view of the fireworks and the harbour and everything. Um, and then, if, I don't know, if you have a look at the uh, some of the pics there of the of the food and uh, and the two and a half hour line to get the food. Um, oh, and uh, and the the fact that you couldn't actually see the bridge uh, <laughs> from where they were. Wow. Uh, and then. The dessert that uh, they were told, you know, five star desserts and all that kind of jazz. They were given a popsicle uh, wrapped in a in what looked like a little plastic bag, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like I don't know. You look at some of these food photos in particular. That's how popsicles come here, but that's uh, you know that's Southeast Asia for you. <laughs> some very very disappointed. Uh, and and pa- just to recap, goes. this costs five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Um, there was a DJ from some radio station who was supposed to be there uh, doing a show, and apparently he turned up and went fuck, fuck this, this and left. Oh wow! <laughs> that said, um, the, this is a quote: "The music was also bloody horrible. The speakers closest to the opera house kept cutting out, and so because they couldn't get it resolved, they kept playing the same Justin Bieber song over and over again." Oh god! That doesn't make things better. Why would that no. have happened? Well, I guess. You know, oh, better restart the playlist because oh, the speaker's fucked God. up. God, that reminds me of once when I was on a plane, and um, it was one of those ones where you share a screen and everyone watches the oh. same movie. And sounds um, like hell to me. Yeah, it was hell. And just to make it worse, uh, because of some technical glitch that nobody quite understood, they kept restarting the movie. So we watched the <laughs> same movie three times in a row. And what movie was that? The movie was Norbert. <laughs> it's the kind of movie you want to see over and over again. It's one of those before you've seen the it's end. It's kind of one of those ones where, um, where Eddie Murphy plays all the characters. Yeah, it's awful. I, I halfway through it the first time when I thought it was the first and last time I'd ever watch it, I was like, "Kill me! <laughs> this is horrible." I wish there was a way I could stop watching this, but I can't. And then they played it two more times <laughs> from the start. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Well, yeah, a lot of people saying uh, this is the first paid New Year's event I've ever been to and the worst event I've ever been to, and I'll never do it again. A friend of mine went to Bangaroo, paid $30 for a picnic and had no issues. I paid almost $400 and had no food and no drinks. Is this Mm -hmm. one of those things where it got too big for them to handle? I think, yeah, maybe they just... Well, clearly they just ballsed up the... um, 
the whole thing like the food and the and the drinks and, and everything like it's just they, they ran out of the, the there was a young henry's brew like i said they'd made some special thing for it and I, apparently that just ran out within the first 10 minutes oh you, you're supposed to get complimentary cocktails on arrival they ran out of those within 10 minutes of course just how can you run out you know how many tickets you have sold i know just terrible terrible organization and this is the, the thing about it like when they know how many tickets are sold they could also take into account not, not everyone is going to take a cocktail yeah because not everyone's drinking. So for them to run right, out is right. just ridiculous. Well, anyway, enough people complained about it that the uh, organisers, Mothership Media, apologised and announced that some partygoers will get a partial refund of $100. Oh, which is, thanks very much. Which is funny, first of all, because it's like, it's only 100 bucks. Yeah. Like, and you know, not everyone and also, gets it. Yeah, some partygoers, which is like... What the fuck does that mean? I'm pretty sure it's anyone who complains yeah, and that asks probably is for what it. that means, yeah. If you demand yeah, it, they don't want to give it to you. <laughs> People who yeah. can't be bothered talking about it again. But isn't that sort of accepting fault or liability or something? They should accept liability. Yeah, I don't think they can avoid... Like, it's pretty clear it was their fault. We managed to sneak a few drinks into the uh, the park there. You're not supposed to drink. Oh, so alcohol's uh, also banned. From where we were, yes. Not Not from where they are. From where we were, yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to take drinks in. Well, that sounds awful. So, um, but yeah, so well, we managed to sneak a little bit in, but uh, but overall, it was good. Did you? Um, Would have been nice to have a, have a few beers, but just uh, just sneak them in inside, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's funny how how similar vodka looks to water. You yeah. know, it's funny. That. Actually, and and Jenna's mum go on uh, discovered that too when she tried to have a nice swig of water at one point oh. when, she, when she tried to sneak vodka in inside of her. Insiders. Oh, speaking uh, of which, yeah. Guess what I watched the other night, Matt? What'd you watch? Insiders. <laughs> Just the first one. Just the first one to begin with. Did you like it? But I'll I'll have a look at the second one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good, isn't it? I, look, I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. And I don't I don't normally like this kind of horror movie. This kind of like haunted house horror movie is not usually my style, right? Sure. Um, but this actually. Kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, it's good. It's actually quite creepy. So, uh, yeah. Just like the, the demon, the little red face oh, demon that's guy. That's probably my least favourite part of the movie. He was a bit silly. <laughs> but everything else was pretty good, including uh, Angus Sampson. <laughs> yeah, Angus Sampson's great. And I didn't realise until afterwards. Um, uh, or no, no, no! It was later in the movie where he took off his glasses. But Angus Sampson's little buddy is Lee Whannell, the dude oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Saw, but with ridiculous yeah. glasses. I didn't recognise him. <laughs> so yeah, James yeah. Wan, thumbs up on Inside Ears. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Um, I was on a. I was on a little blog called Iconic Celebrities Caught Eating. <laughs> and um, most okay. of it, most of it was pretty shit. But I'm gonna paste. Uh, I'm gonna paste a link down here under segments that I want you guys to click on. And audience who can't see this, go to Google and Google young Sigourney Weaver eating hot dog. <laughs> okay, I'm clicking on it. You're welcome. And <laughs> oh dear, how young is she in this? Jesus, very young. Very. How? <laughs> when is this photo from? Late seventies. Wow. Yeah, seventies. Maybe mid seventies. You know. This Look looks... at those bikes. I know. <laughs> and those and the pants everybody's wearing. Sorry. Okay. Are you not looking at 
You're looking at the background. Well, what a of faggot. course I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because Sigourney Weaver doesn't do it for me. That's all. Fucking what? Are you serious? Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Right. No. No. Whatever. No, I'm with Matt on this. Really? Yeah. That, she's yeah, not, she's never... She's not, not attractive. I mean, I'm she's... Not she's not attractive. She's great. Like, love her as an actress. Like, loved her in Alien and, and everything else. about people you've known for 20-odd years. I swear to God. Just... No. No. End of Alien when she's in the little underwear... And she's running from that fucking thing? No, nothing. Oh, I'm still saying that's hot, but I'm just saying in general, not really. Eating no. this hot dog. Not <laughs> yeah, doing no, it for that, you. Not, no? That, that photo's not doing it for me. No, no, definitely not. Jeez. I mean, it's funny. I get, I, get, I get that it's funny. It is an amusing photograph from that point of view because, you know, it looks like she's, uh, you know. But, uh... Wow. Not in a rousing way. Photoshopped version out there. All right. Just in a funny way. Um, yeah. All right. Well. Okay. In the minority, <laughs> apparently. In- so, uh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, that's me done. I'm out of news. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, if you got, if you got one of, I mean, is there one of Carrie Fisher in the seventies eating a hot dog? When I carry Fisher now eating a hot dog. Oh, God. Let me check. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> no, but there's one of Harrison Ford dressed as a hot dog, which is <laughs> oh, the next best thing. Yeah, he, that was just recently, I think. Well, I mean, I know there's someone in this house that would be interested in that. <laughs> well, speaking of Carrie Fisher, we've got, as usual, some Star Wars news. Yeah, I mean, if we didn't, it'd be weird. So how many times has everyone seen it? I've seen it twice. I've seen it thrice. I'm up to four now. <laughs> That's great. So literally, since we last all saw it, we've all seen it one more time. I would yep. have seen it more probably, except that we've had, you know, the family here and everything, so it's... uh. I have to wait, you know, to go see it again. Yeah, yeah. Which I will I've do. Got another two viewings in it. Can I ask movies, you this? I think. Did you guys all you get Star Wars yep. shit for Christmas? Yes, because I did. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's fucking great. The funny thing is, though, I got no Force Awakens stuff. Oh, really? Oh, there was a lot yeah, of Force yeah, Awakens actually. stuff getting given around in my house on both sides. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I did either. I'm looking at a little BB-8 right I now. I got a lot of Darth Vader. Huh. Okay, well, he's still cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's no Kylo Ren. That's true. Sounds like an Irish guy. Hello, I'm Kylo Ren. <laughs> are we allowed to talk about spoilers on here yet? I think we are able to talk about spoilers, because by the time this comes out, the movie would have been out for nearly a month. Yeah, mm. I mean, out of just the microcosm of us, the person who's seen it the least has seen it twice. You've had time to see right. it once, listener, so yeah. fuck you if you didn't. I'm pretty sure, I know, I'm, I'm, I know Darcy's seen it, Listener Darcy from from Tassie, mm-hmm. so I think we're good. We're good on that front. <laughs> well, I mean, he said he wasn't going to. He said he wasn't going to listen to them because he didn't want to hear spoilers. Okay. And I said, no, no, that's fine. Look, between but Darcy, much any any of our listeners would have done it. Yeah, mm. if Darcy, Chris, and um, what's our Scottish listener? Seamus. Seamus. Caleb. 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 If the three of those guys have seen it, 
then I don't care. The rest of you can fuck off. Because as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yeah. like they're our bread and butter. You know what I mean? Like the show yeah. is for them. No, no, Corey, got to keep Corey's in there as well. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we can mention Spy. I mean, I don't know that we need to... There's not much we need to talk about. We talked about it quite a lot. But just in case we accidentally say something, you know, be be warned. Yeah, be warned. We might... Consolo dies. We're not, we're not <laughs> holding... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Yeah. And I did have an article in, uh, in the spreadsheet that, uh, that an audience member was bashed in a uh, movie theatre... Uh, for leaking that particular piece of information as he left the theatre of the previous session. Um, right. And I was going to talk about that. And then I read another article that uh, said the same thing except that it said he was beaten to death. And then I started... Oh, God. I, I started questioning the validity <laughs> of it. And then I went to Snope and, yeah, it didn't happen. Nothing happened. No, <laughs> nobody did that. Ah. Uh. Yeah, people were pretty good about it, yeah. I think. I, do you know... And I mean, we might have said this already. I'm... There, I'm surprised that a number of things about the film, a number of plot points, didn't get leaked. Like nothing yeah. got leaked, really. I, I, no. I was, I was nicely surprised by the whole plot. Yeah, you know what I mean? and I, did, I think I they held know... back enough with the trailer to kind of not really give that much away. Well, with this, I wasn't trying to hide from spoilers. Um, no, I remember episode one. I tried to stay away from everything, and then I brought the soundtrack. And there's a title, Qui Gon's Funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit <laughs> of a spoiler there, you idiot. That's why I don't worry about spoilers anymore. Because no matter what you do, yeah. it can happen no matter what. Yeah. But See, this, this one, I didn't. I didn't avoid them. I just didn't didn't look for them. And mm. when I went into the film, like when I sat down and the movie started, I didn't know that Kylo Ren was Han and Leia's son. I didn't know Kylo Ren that. What's that? Coil O'Ren. Coil. <laughs> Say it in his accent. Coil O'Ren. Coil O'Ren was Han and Leia's son. I didn't know that uh, that Han was going to die. I didn't know that. Um, well, I didn't know anything really. I like I knew I knew a few things. Um, yeah. But yeah, they did a they did a good job of keeping a lid on that. Actually, there was a there was a funny interview with uh, uh, you know the, all the stars about on the Graham Norton show about keeping. The secret, and um, apparently Daisy Ridley said she she couldn't tell anyone for three months. She knew for three months that she'd been cast in Star Wars, and she wasn't allowed to say anything wow. to anyone. Oh. And uh, and then uh, John Boyega says he he told the cab driver that picked him up afterwards, <laughs> like straight away. He got in the cab and told the cab driver, and the cab driver was like, "Whatever." Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great. yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I thought it was, they did a good job keeping a lid in it. They're getting better at the internet, I guess. Yeah. All these... Yeah, uh, they're getting better at beating the internet. <laughs> well, apparently, they all got a big uh, bonus if they didn't spoil the movie. <laughs> yeah, the bonus of people enjoying it and not having it ruined for them. <laughs> yeah, not not being written out of the next one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, we've got... There's a few things in here uh, for Star Wars. Where do you want to start? Just jump in. I mean, we started already. Yeah, we, talking we about started. It. Yeah. We started. Now, well, look, I'll, I'll just jump in with something that I noticed about... Yeah. Not about the movie, just about the the atmosphere that this movie has created, right? Mm-hmm. And what I think this movie has done really well is it's given people permission to just out and out say they hate the prequels. In ways that they've been <laughs> sure. neglect, uh, neg- uh, fucking what am I trying to say? Ways that they've been reluctant to in the past, because right. it was like the first Star Wars movies were great, 
The next lot mm-hmm. were fucking awful. But does that mean you just don't like half the Star Wars movies? Does that mean <laughs> you don't really like Star Wars as much as someone who likes all of them? And right. is this just what Star Wars movies are now? Well, this but movie is like for no, them because this one's great. So it, it, we just mm. had a bad patch. It wasn't just that they suck now. We had a bad patch, and now we're back on track. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But what I think is really interesting on that same note is that it, finally more people than ever, and I've heard a lot of this in the last couple of weeks, are finally now also admitting that they don't really like Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and I have always been in that camp ever since I was a kid and I saw it and sure. I was like, oh, this is not quite as good as those other ones. And everyone's mm. like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm not going to turn the Jedi. And while I admit yeah. there's some great scenes in it, as a movie, it's a fucking wreck. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not up on the same level as the other two. We've been giving it a pass for 30 (laughs) years and now finally people are starting to go, wow, this is the third really good Star Wars movie. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we talked about this. I rewatched all of them before Force Awakens and when I got to Jedi, even, like I knew the Ewoks were shit and I knew all that stuff was shit but then just rewatching it again now, I was like, even more little things, I was like, oh... Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And the fact that they're discussing now, like people who were involved at the time are saying, yeah, there was a round the table meeting where somebody said, we need to skew younger. Teddy bears. Can we put teddy bears into the next one? Ugh. (laughs) I still enjoy it. Oh, I enjoy it too. Yeah, neither do I. You know, all all the shit with the Emperor and with, you know, with Luke and Vader and and all all that stuff is great. Um, But then... Yeah, all the Ewok stuff is garbage. Like, it's it's, it's shit. Yeah, it's utter shit. Sorry, Luke. It's okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Do you like Ewoks, Luke? I do. Interesting. Who's your favourite Ewok? Wicket. <laughs> a popular vote. That's a bad, that's a bad answer. Because I, <laughs> I still like Battle for Endor and Caravan of Courage. What about uh, Greylo? I don't think we're supposed to talk about them, Luke. Low grey, whatever the f- see. There you go. All right, you knew his name better than I did. <laughs> Why are we allowed to talk about Caravan of Courage and Oh, I, just, I, I think, uh, I think they're not canon anymore. Yeah, I don't know about that actually. What's the name of that big guy from um, Chewbacca? Caravan of Courage. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the, the big guy at the end, the the monster. I can't remember the big monster. Man, oh, it has been a matter. while since I've seen that. Doesn't matter. I got them. I've got them are on they DVD. Even available. Really? They came out on DVD? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. I got, I've got them. I've got a, two, a double pack of the I two. I got them for my niece and nephew. Mm. Sure they did. weren't impressed. Does 20th Century Fox still retain distribution rights for the original trilogy? We were talking about this yesterday, and we, what they should do is just release that at the movies as well. They've done that before. Yeah. I don't no, want no, them to do that again. I've ha- how many times do I have to go back and see this movie? <laughs> No, no, I still want it on Blu-ray, but I, I would love to go see the unaltered. We've never seen it. Yeah, that's true. No, no, that's true. Oh, yeah, okay. It's crazy for them not to. It's printing money. I know there were some caveats to the purchase. I wondered if when he sold everything, he made sure that they couldn't do it. That was, a, yeah. that was something I wondered. Speaking of people not liking the prequels, mm-hmm. um, George... He did a big interview with Charlie Rose 
uh, last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. You guys watched this? No. I've seen clips from. I, I haven't watched the whole thing. Didn't get to watch it, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I watched clips from. I haven't watched the whole thing. Am but I uncool because I don't quote. know who Charlie Rose is? Uh, he's like a, he's just a, a journalist okay. from um, the, from Britain, I think. Okay. Um, but anyway, he did this big interview, and uh, George said a bunch of stuff. Uh, a few choice things um, were that <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> well, the main one, which he since apologized for, uh, was uh, he he Charlie Rose asked him what it was like you know with these star wars films they were like his children and then he sold them to disney and then george said yes it was like he handed his children over to the white slavers um and i mean clearly he's just an awkward guy and he he misspoke but uh (laughs) yeah but you can't do that anymore you know 20 years ago you were allowed to misspeak now you may as well be dead Mm. well he (laughs) well he since apologized uh that, that was the most, I guess, offensive thing he said. But he said some other stuff that was was interesting. He said that he didn't like the retro look that J.J. Abrams went with mm-hmm. for The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, because he said it looks like an old film, you know, like the Star Wars, the other Star Wars films were made back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and so that's why they look like that. And what he tried to do with the prequels, he wanted to do new things, new spaceships, new stories you know, new special effects and all that kind of stuff. And I was, I thought that's really interesting mm. because it just goes to show that he doesn't understand that they needed to fit with the fucking other movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, like he's not wrong. He said there's nothing, um, there's nothing original sort of in a way about the new film because it's just the same as the other films. Yeah, it's a soft reboot. You know what I mean? Right. And he's right, he's correct. Hmm. Except what he should have done if he wanted to do something original was something else. <laughs> like not not, not a Star, Star Wars, Wars prequels. Yeah. yeah, not prequels that don't make any fucking sense because he doesn't want to do the same thing as he did before. You know what I mean? It's straight because he said he didn't want to make the same movies again. I, One like thing I said, I've never understood with what he did with the prequels is George has said like he hates writing. Like he hates writing screenplays. And yet that's what he, when he went back to Star Wars, he did it all himself. Yeah, yeah. I think he just, like I said, I mean, I think I feel, I've said this before. I feel sorry for him in a way, and like not not financially, <laughs> but like just as a as of someone who's creative, to have have come up with this thing right and have it become this big phenomenon, and then everybody fucking loves it for completely different reasons to what you do, and then when you try and pull it back in and do what you wanted with it, everyone's like, that's shit. Yeah. Like, but he keeps changing his mind about what he wants. But and then he, says we're all wrong. He's always said he was never happy with the original movies. And I think I think it's because he hates the things that everyone loves about them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I genuinely think that's the case now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Like, the, 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 the way they're dark. Because this... Um, this thing with him, him saying, uh, you know, saying the white slavers business, uh, got got the interview posted on a lot of sites, and I was reading comments on the websites, and I came across a bunch of interesting little tidbits. Um, one of which was a guy saying that he really does feel like that it, it would have been great if George had got somebody else to direct the prequels because there is really original and interesting stuff in there. He's just really bad at telling a story and he didn't tie it into the other films properly like he tried to do 
it was like he says in the interview he didn't want to do the same movies you know what i mean he wanted to do something different but he but he did star wars anyway you know what i mean yeah like yep. if someone else had taken his ideas and run with them maybe they would have been great sure because they are original and the other thing that i uh, that someone said was it was an interview uh with some developers remember they were making a darth maul game a while ago okay they're, yes they're making they were making a game about darth it maul never came about no and apparently there was a the developers had put together the whole thing they'd written the story and everything and uh they had this big presentation they were presenting it to george and they had these these uh kind of mock-ups of darth maul and then his mentor who was this other character this uh, and then apparently darth maul and the mentor had this kind of very tenuous relationship it was very tense and um and dark and you know moody kind of mm-hmm. it was interesting and stuff that you'd sort of expect of two siths right and then apparently apparently halfway through the meeting george stops them tells them to stop the presentation stop 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 gets up pushes the two statues together so they're next to each other and goes look they're friends they have adventures together and then everyone was like what (laughs) wow and then they were like you know what we'd rather not do this at all yeah (laughs) yeah i don't think we want to make this game anymore so yeah oh god george yeah but yeah it seems like he's very bitter about it it's a work of art bitter about it and it's his work of art and you know we don't have to like the changes but they're his i mean if leonardo da vinci came back now and just said i'm just putting a little bit extra on mona lisa that i meant to always put there (laughs) then we'd have to let him you know Mm. and the thing is got this third nipple that i always (laughs) wanted to put that was my original intention (laughs) (laughs) well i just didn't have the technology back then (laughs) ran out of paint (laughs) i literally just ran out of paint but uh the thing is if he doesn't like what disney did and he knew that they were gonna fuck it up and all that he didn't have to sell it to him what he could have done exactly he just not made any more he said that's what i don't understand he says in at one point they um they made the deal and everything and he went in and he gave him his outlines and his scripts that he'd done for the next films and they said no we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something else yeah, sorry yeah. and he said uh i think this was the correct thing to do he said look that's fine i don't want to be involved at all because it will just cause problems like i don't want to be right and he said it was like breaking up with an ex mm-hmm. <laughs> he feels yeah. he believes that you don't call you don't pop in for a visit mm-hmm. you just you, broke you just keep Star away Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said he did. He had to. Because he said it was too painful to go in there. And no, no, no. Well, I mean, and I understand where he's coming from. Like I said, he, he created yeah, this shit. Absolutely. And then he goes in there and then he's looking at what they're doing and he's like, it's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So You know what? I guess that yeah. probably just means that he was naive enough to think, I'll sell it to Disney because then they can just take it and run with it. But I'll drop off this script and, you know... They'll definitely do it because I'm George Lucas and no one knows Star Wars like me. And then they went, no. Well, I'm actually sort of just happy that someone finally said no to him. Mm. Yeah. Because I still say Rick McCallum should have said no to him a long time ago. (laughs) Rick McCallum just doesn't have it in him. I think Star Wars, as in A New Hope, Star Wars, is the result of George Lucas being told, no, yeah, you've got to make it not shit. Yeah, and if you read the early drafts, that is what happened. 
Yeah. There were no humans. It was all robots, and mm. Darth Vader rode a dragon. Yeah. And like, and I say that, but on the, I still feel bad for him because that sucks. Like, yeah. for him as a creative person, that would that would hurt very much. So, sorry, George. You, you, you're still wrong, but sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully he can just enjoy it for what it is now. <laughs> Good. Yeah. He probably won't, though. No. Well, I'm also looking forward to, because we've got the author of the standalones coming out as well. Yeah. Which, I'm also looking forward to them not being George anything has... George wants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no. The oh, only man. one I'm not looking forward to is the Boba Fett one. What that uh, I've never been a big fan of that character. I've never I don't quite understand how Boba Fett became such such a big character. Like I'll be his, his biggest role was in the Christmas special. Yeah. And but no, and one no one's seen, seen that. that. And the thing is when right. I was when I was in primary school, there was this kind of secret code that people used to determine how good a Star Wars fan you were, right? And I remember somebody right. said something about Boba Fett once, and I was like, who? And they were like, <laughs> you never heard of Boba Fett? Well, obviously, mm. I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than you. And I'm like, who is this fucking guy? Went back and watched uh, Empire Back Through again, because that was the only one yeah. that was up to at that point. And I was like, nope, nope. No one called Boba Fett in here, you know, because I don't say yeah. his fucking name until the third one. Like, yeah, how right. am I meant to know about Boba Fett? You know, I um, a friend of mine, we were watching Empire at a friend's place and his mum said, oh, that's uh, that's Boosh. And I was like, no, it isn't. Boosh is the lizard. Like, that's Boba Fett. And they're like, no, no, it isn't. And they started arguing <laughs> about it. You know, I was like, you know what? I know I'm right. But like, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Right, but I mean, Bush's name isn't said anywhere. Bush, that's, um, that's his name, right? The lizard guy? Borsk. Borsk, sorry. You're right, Bush. Well, see, I don't know. And I, and I don't Is there someone called Bush? Is there someone called Bush? Yeah, The Mighty Bush. It's a great show. <laughs> the Mighty Bush. <laughs> I wish The Mighty Bush was in Star Wars. That'd be great. Oh, dear. I worked out that the they boob. never actually say Tatooine in uh, A New Hope, even though half the film takes place there. Huh. Uh, the only uh, time it's actually mentioned, 3PO asks Luke to his face what planet they're on, and Luke's answer is, well, if there's a bright center of the universe, I guess you're on the planet farthest from it. And leaves it at that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just like they never, say the, not e- they never say the word Ewok either in any of them. It's not, it's not yeah. in the opening crawl? Nope. At all? No, it is not. Interesting. Oh, speaking of Boba Fett, apparently uh, Jason Wingreen yeah. has passed away. Is that true? Yeah. So, uh, you know, they do the, the new Boba Fett movie. It'll have to be voiced by someone else because Jason Wingreen Probably. has died of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were planning to get it to voiced by someone else because uh, he doesn't quite have a Kiwi accent. Yeah, I think, mm. uh, I think you'll find Timura Morrison is the voice of, of Boba Fett. This will... This will be the decider, won't it? Whether or not I they know, are right? going along yeah. with the fucking prequels or not. Oh, God, I like. I'd love from to not do it. Just uh, to pretend. Just ignore them. Surely, yeah. no one surely. will say anything. We'll, do it. 
We're all in on it. It's all good. And you know what? Just have him sound I would like love a... to actually hear an interesting story about how that dude became Boba Fett. Do you know what I mean? Not just, oh, my dad's Jango Fett. He's quite famous. You've probably seen him. His uh, clones are everywhere. Yeah, which no that's not going to be... sense. <laughs> that's not going to make an interesting movie. No. No. But, but no, that whole cloning of this criminal as your army makes no sense whatsoever. But mm-hmm. no, it doesn't make a good movie to have this kid growing up and becoming a bounty hunter because his mm. dad was a bounty hunter. I'm very interested to see what Rogue One... Rogue keeps, One looks good. What they keep from the prequels and then also, yeah, for well, any of them. Any I of them. think Rogue One like is I said, in a better position to not have to take a side... Uh, because it yes. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, they can just yeah, they they could possibly just it. set it late enough, close enough towards a new hope, far enough away from Revenge of the Sith that there's that not matter. really that much kind of remaining plot. Yeah, and it so all be set like in Star with, Wars world. With the new one, they've sort of already hinted at. Even though they've t- spoken about clones, yeah. they're still not really referencing the prequels. That's right. No, he said there were Clone Wars. So there's we one mention of thing. clones. Yes. Yeah, we knew there were but clones anyway, because in Episode Four yes. they mentioned Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I would, I would love it for them the... to uh, to negate that completely by going, "Oh yeah, those uh, those wars between uh, General Clone and uh, and." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think in the in Awakens, Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren says to <laughs> says to Hux, perhaps Snoke should get a clone army instead yeah. of his stormtroopers. I can assure you, my men have been trained since birth. Yeah, it's just kind of just ignored all the other other stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, and nobody looked at Ray and said, um, "Do you mind if I test your midichlorian count?" <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah, guarantee no one's saying Metachlorian again in a Star Wars movie. Nah, man. And can I just point no. out again, though, right? And in uh, Star Wars A New Hope, right? Star Wars, the first one, right? Yeah. Yep. It's Princess Leia. It's not Leia. Yes. And I, I've just always said that, and everyone's like, no, it's always been Princess Leia. No. No, it hasn't. Only one or two people say her name. They always say Leah. The rest just call, like, Han calls her your highness and all sorts of shit. Luke just says the princess. And uh, the only people that say her name say Princess Leah. So there you fucking go. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't become Leah until Empire. Mm. Yeah. You know, one other thing that I remembered uh, someone was talking about because of this... George Lucas interview was if you you know there was this Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord uh, yeah. theory yep. um, and then <laughs> yep. you know that's that's very funny but he, uh, in all those behind the scenes things George genuinely thought Jar Jar Binks was going to be a fucking hit yeah like he thought that everyone was going to love Jar Jar Binks he was going to become the face of Star Wars yeah like and I think that that just says everything it just shows how disconnected he is with the audience. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the one thing I've still always hated is the fact that he, like, he always had the final say in like the extended universe, the books, and everything. But then also, he was also saying, "Well, they're not really Star Wars either." Right. 
yeah. it was very strange because um he would okay a lot of the books were being written and there was one where an author stopped writing halfway through a series and went no because you've got your cartoon now which is turning the Mandalorians into this peaceful race which is in her book she'd written they were oh I remember this that like they were, they were a species that just took on anyone who wanted to join and they became Mandalorians and that was who they were. So George had okayed all these books, but then when he went, nah, don't worry about that anymore, I'm going to do the cartoon and they're going to be peaceful now. Yeah, he just changes so his was, mind. Yeah, I've always been confused, but yeah. Well, like I, calling yeah, the he fucking... he just changed his mind. They go, oh, what's the official pronunciation of, of A-T-A-T? Oh. And he's like, at, at. Oh, and what's this other one called? Oh, that's an ATST. Yeah. Fuck Fucking off, idiot. Retarded. Like, he, yeah, he just doesn't give a shit. Speaking of which, I've been playing quite mm. a bit of Star Wars Battlefront. Just going to put that out there. Oh, have you? Yeah, I have. It's really fucking wild. I need to add your new account. What the fuck is your new account? Yeah, we, oh, I haven't yeah. added you yet. I'm Poised Soup. They randomly generated what? that name for me. Poised Soup? Yeah. I'll, um, it's probably easier <laughs> if I look for you. Yeah, just email yep. me or something. Yeah. <laughs> Cripple, but uh, it's an eye for an L. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. All right. And you know why I've been uh, playing that? One final. No, go ahead. What's that? No, no, go. Let's not. Let's not leave Star Wars news. Star Wars news just yet. <laughs> I was going to say one final bit of Star Wars related news mm. uh, was about Quentin Tarantino. He's yeah. got his new film, The Hateful Eight, mm. out. And mm. uh, he's doing this. Uh, uh, he calls it. Uh, what's it called? Some kind of junket thing. He's he's playing it in. Um, Old cinemas on on ultra widescreen. I think. Yeah, he's doing he's a. Uh, he's a road really show. not happy with Disney. <laughs> well, I think his direct quote was, "Disney is going out of their way to fuck me." Yeah. So what's happened is he uh, he he's organised around uh, the, the states and I think at some cinemas elsewhere around the world to play the, the Hateful Eight in its uh, intended format, which is uh, I'm sure Dan mil. could probably explain it. 70 mil, right. So it's a it's a it's an ultra wide super wide um, scope. Yep. Cinema scope. Yeah, it's quite Yeah, it's a very uh these days I guess unique um type yeah, of Yeah, it's the way they shot uh, old movies like Ben Hur and Gone with the Wind, yeah. a really super stretched out look. Yeah, so the the basically the picture is a different size and shape. Yeah. To 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 what we're probably used to these days it's and it's really big. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, he because he likes it, yeah. And so he's done that, and he, he's organised a bunch for a bunch of theatres to to present it in that format. Um, and uh, one of them is uh, a famous theatre in Los Angeles that I've forgotten the name I think it's of the Dome, uh, the Cinema Dome, yeah, the Cin- Cinerama Dome, yeah. yeah. Uh, and basically, what happened is uh, it was going to open on the twenty fifth, uh, and Star Wars was going to be there before that. But then Disney uh, called up the dome and said actually uh you're gonna be you're gonna be keeping star wars in there for the rest of the holiday season and then they said oh no no we've got uh we've got quentin tarantino uh showing his film after star wars on the 25th and disney said no no you're gonna keep star wars in there or you're not gonna have star wars at all (laughs) and they went wow yeah, and they went sure. All right, Mr. All right, all right, Mr. Mouse. We'll, yeah, uh, that's right. Well, fucking that is hardball. We'll... <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, you you can kind of criticize Disney for that. But then again, at the same time, I used to work at a cinema um, just before Star Wars 
the Phantom Menace came out. Right, it wasn't working there when it actually yeah. when it actually hit. But I had friends who were still there who were telling me that Star Wars had said to them, "Okay, yep, yeah, here's um, the, uh, the Phantom Menace. It's coming out soon. Um, we need you to play this um, around the clock in uh, a minimum of five cinemas." And they said, "Well, we actually we only have five cinemas here, so." You know, we can't show it in all of them. Yeah. And they went, well, then you don't get it at all. <laughs> Fucking hell. So they basically had to not screen any other movie if they wanted to ever screen Star Wars. Interesting. So okay. Star Wars has been playing this game for longer than Disney have been behind <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, he clar- he, Tarantino said that he's. it's definitely not... Uh, he doesn't blame J.J. Abrams or anybody actually involved with... With Star well, no, Wars, of The Force Awakens, not. he's saying it's <laughs> they have Disney. literally nothing and to also, do with distribution. No, and I think I think also it's a bit ingenu- disingenuous to say that they're intentionally fucking him. Yeah, they're not. They don't care who it is. Yes, and they no. just like it's not like Quentin Tarantino. No, fuck, <laughs> fuck that, that guy. guy. Also, <laughs> nobody else but Quentin Tarantino tries to get cinemas to agree to play an entire movie for one night only. Yeah, I know. So he was yeah. already doing a kind of uh, oddball thing. Yeah. 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 That said, I actually am very, very keen to watch The Hateful Eight because as someone who is not traditionally a Quentin Tarantino fan, I did enjoy Django Unchained. Yeah. Even though he's now being sued for the, the rights to the story, apparently. Is that right? Yeah, that came out. That's news this week as well. Uh, there Jesus. is, uh, I think, it's two two people wrote uh, a screenplay um, that was shopped around uh, a few years ago. That is basically it's about a uh, you know a black slave who who travels around uh, you know the old west trying to free his family, and he has to go down to the deep south with the help of a Caucasian guy, and and apparently this is. A, Enough similarities that it's now okay. going to be going to court. I so. will say this, though. Number one, Tarantino unashamedly steals from everyone and he doesn't give a shit. Yep. And number yep. two, it's not like that's a real brain teaser. I mean, that's kind of just a storyline waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I read it and I thought, okay, yeah, that, that is kind of the same. But also, the, the, I mean... That's like me you know, suing because I wrote it. Having to go into the South is, is kind of like, oh, that's a good idea for a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not... That's where you'd go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see how that pans out. Yes, we will. So I think that does that does it for Star Wars news. Maybe I'm scrolling back up just to make sure. Sometimes it yeah, sneaks in. Yeah, I smushed everything Listo. down. Yeah. Did we get any updates on the old uh, sexual favors on Fiverr? No, I did not follow that up at all. And I had a good idea for a, for an <laughs> ongoing Fiverr um, promo, and I put. Um, put no uh, preparation into it this week so that, right that can start next week so so, so, I so this is this is the this what we this conversation we're having now is the five this promo is the father promo yeah <laughs> yeah i think All we right, should good. say what so fiverr is at the very least yeah listeners uh fiverr is a uh, a website where you can get stuff done basically just any anything you can think of you can probably get done on there for five anything. bucks anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you need some copywriting done for the website, if you need a jingle, if you need uh, some graphic design done, 
Uh, what else they got on there? Voiceover. Oh, oh yeah. 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 As yeah. heard at the start of this podcast. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, we use them for a lot of stuff. Uh, so, uh, I mean, and we genuinely yeah, do. Yeah, we that's, do. That's the, only, that's the only reason we're promoting them is I because use we them actually for genuinely... work stuff. <laughs> All yeah. the time. Yeah. So, the way it works is you, you go and uh, generally the, the people on there offer some kind of base service and that costs $5. And from there, you can upgrade. So, for example, if you went on there and say you wanted uh, someone to write, do some copywriting for for you... They won't say, all right, I'll do, you know, uh, 500 words for five bucks. And then uh, you scroll down a bit and it'll say, oh, and if you want a thousand words or 2000 words or whatever, then you can kind of buy add-ons yeah. and then, you know, up to up to hundreds of dollars, you know. So it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, it, up to infinity, really. I mean, they're not going to say, no, I'm right. sorry, you can't pay any more than that. Right. <laughs> That's right. But, but. You actually, you can go on there and get some really yeah. great stuff for just five bucks. In fact, uh, a lot of those videos, I don't know, you may have seen these listeners, and if you haven't, they're great. And we, I've, I swear to God, we should do one of these. There's a guy on there who does, uh, he's from like Nigeria or something, and he'll do a video of him in a suit sitting at his desk typing on his computer, and he'll just read your script. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we should do yeah. that. Stuff like that. Yeah. Things like that. They're hilarious. And so what you can do is if you need something done on Fiverr, you can go to multiplenerdgasm.com slash Fiverr and that'll send you over to Fiverr and uh, they'll give us some money uh, if you purchase something on but there. Don't, but basically. that's not why we want you to do it. It's, it's really good. No, just, no, no. Yeah. Just play down the, it's kind uh, of... the capitalistic side of this, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps us and it helps them. And like I said, the only reason we're, we're promoting them is because we genuinely use them. So is that, so, that like awesome the... trailer we spent so much time for? Or for them, that's just a one time, or is it? The uh, the promo. Yeah. That's for when we forget to do one. <laughs> and <laughs> and today doesn't count as that. Is what you're telling me? No, I and mean, we're doing one right now, Dan. Okay, so we're we're doing, doing, we literally forget to even record something. Yeah, I remembered to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll tune in for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna insert. Uh, this this is a this is a little promo we did for the show, uh, and the voiceover for this was done on Fiverr. In a world where dragons once soared, I, I don't care what you saw; there weren't any dragons. Like that's that's just a fact. Where dwarf and man battle for supremacy, they are kind of dangerous. Not dangerous, but they are kind of. Uh... Ethereal beings, these dwarves usually are, and then they're asexual. Really? Where men worship the moon. Right. Wait, are you inferring that you wanted Jackoff onto the moon? Yes. Wait, I would. Absolutely. Dave, of 100%. course they did. <laughs> and terrifying creatures stalk the land. You wake up in the middle of the night yep. with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. You need a hero. I think you, you, you have to honestly say there's going to be a line you have to draw somewhere. And for me, that line was when the Batmobile just crashed and pretty much caught on fire, and then a motorbike popped out. You need a podcast. Suck a dick and download our podcast. You need multiple nerdgasm. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.